0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Let's bring on the host, Sam,
1: the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Sam. I am the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs, and you are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am live. From Las Vegas. I have a pulse this morning so that means I did not go out last night <laughs> and we're gonna have a great show today. It's gonna to be full of information and as usual there will be some laughs because that's what we do on the show. Uh, if you are new to the show there's a few ways you can connect with us on the internet pretty easy and this is how you can do it. We run just about every platform you can imagine so um you know, pick the one that's your favorite. I'm sure you'll find us. Uh, our main website actually is VegasRockDogRadio.com, and that's the hub for the show. I just did a little revamp on it yesterday. It's big and bright, and it's as bright as this red solo cup. That's not classy. I need to get. I need to get a fancy cup with a dog's face on or something. Um, you can find us on Periscope. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram. And you'll either find me by Vegas Rock Dog or Vegas Rock Dog Radio or Vegas Rock Dog Show or something like that. And I can't, I'm I'm multitasking. (laughs) I'm so multitasking in the studio today. <laughs> you can also pick up rock and roll clothing for you and your pet. This is how all of this came about. We started a clothing company 10 years ago and a ton of uh, celebrities started buying from us and we got an incredible amount of, of press and things started to snowball from there. So it went from clothing to producing pet events, fundraising for animal rescue, radio, the next step's TV and now we're live on on YouTube. And if you are just watching him for the first time on YouTube, yes, you're not going to hear my guest today. It's a test to see how this whole thing works. It's not really about YouTube working. We know it works. We're using some, um, and I'm not going to say what it is, but we're using some new technology in the studio to see how it works. So uh, that's what we've got going on there. Now we do have a blog and it's called The Rock and Roll Dog and this is where we do reviews, giveaways, I tell you who's coming on the show, I put up the archive show after the guest has been on and generally anything that I'm interested in goes on that blog and that is therockandrolldog.com and we are also on a million listening platforms so more than likely if you have a listening app for podcasts on your phone, you are going to find us. Just search Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Um, And of course, the most popular one is iTunes. And that's pretty easy to find us. And also, I have a second show. It's not really a show. It's like the mini show, which is a tip show. So it's 30 seconds pretty much of tips for pet um pet parents how to save money um some practical tips and uh just little nuggets basically of information that hopefully help you be the best pet parent you can be um I do have a great guest coming on the show today. I was actually going to do my tip of the day, but since we started a little bit late, I'm going to bypass that, and you'll be able to find that on the iTunes tip of the day. So you won't lose out on that, but it will be about the Heimlich Maneuver, and everybody does need to know how to do that, not just for themselves, but for their pets as well. I just saw in the news yesterday that the man who invented the Heimlich Maneuver, I think he's 92, actually used it for the first time in his life. (laughs) This week. This week, so was it just a the theory? Was it just theoretical? I mean, if it's the first time he's ever done it, that, that is bizarre to me. Surely you would have to try it once, time and say it works. Let's let's call it the Hamlet maneuver. So I found that funny, but. uh <laughs> you can do it for your pet so the two techniques uh depending on the size of your pet and that will go in a pet tip of the day so (laughs) i just thought that was ironic (laughs) so let me tell you a little bit about my guest who's coming on the show today and uh i've been stalking them a little bit online Uh, In fact, a lot online because that's how I get to know uh, who's out there in the pet world, who's doing great things, who's pioneering and plowing forward and uh, doing a lot in the animal world that's actually making positive changes. And so my guest is known as the man with an action plan and he is the 911 call that you make when your cat starts to think out of the litter box yeah and after working with them clients find themselves saying go cat go instead of no cat no and i think that's a great tagline a really great tagline i am thrilled and i'm fingers crossed that that my guest is actually live with me i'm thrilled to have cat behavior consultant dan daniel dan we're gonna gonna call him dq because he goes by dq daniel dq quagliosi of go cat go and he's here on the show today is that the case jim <gasps> are you there dan
0: i am oh
1: hallelujah i was almost hey. having i was almost having a heart attack this morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i know we had some skype issues or whatever but, but yeah we got it, we got it together
1: we certainly did how are you doing
0: I'm good. It's so, uh, it's a beautiful sunny day here in San Francisco.
1: Oh, and it is here too in Vegas. it always is in Vegas. We get we oh, get yeah. excited when it's a bit, you know, overcast or rains. Well especially all the Brits here, we love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well you love it here with all our fog and oh, our you, microclimates.
1: Oh yeah, you do. I was yeah. reading up about that. Yeah, the uh the fog that you get over there. Um yeah. does that does that happen at a certain time of day or a certain time of year? It's a certain time of year, isn't it? Uh
0: it's it's well, it's different here because we don't really have a summer. Our summer like our seasons are so dodgy. Oh. Like we have we have a really hot October and September. You do? Uh yeah, wow. yeah. And usually like oh probably between like December and March. It's it's supposed to be raining, but we're in a drought in California. So it's been a very, very dry
1: Oh it's cuckoo, isn't dry it? Dry
0: year, yeah. But it's kinda it's it's unseasonably warm and nice, but for sure, the fog comes and goes. Like it's like a blanket of air conditioning that just kind of goes over our city every day. And
1: that's interesting. Yeah. Well, we're Cools just down well, we just dries a bone basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, there is an odd occasion where I'll say, "Oh, it feels kind of humid." It clearly isn't in comparison <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to other places. Yeah. People look at you like, "Shut up, you're ridiculous." <laughs> we like we we can always uh, we can always hope for a little bit of humidity. Um, so how's your week been? Have you had a busy week? Are your weeks always kind of busy? It looks like you're always busy.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm rarely, um, I'm rarely home. I am usually on the road. Uh, I am in somebody's, somebody else's house every day, sometimes several times a day. Uh, and I'm a traveling cat consultant. So basically, uh, I, I stay within the San Francisco Bay area, but I'll, I'll go within about an hour. I see. and uh, so that has me driving a lot, but mostly it has me uh, troubleshooting all over the place and also via Skype. So I have, um, I have clients that are everywhere. I mean, in the UK, and oh, I
1: have
0: them in Texas, all over California, all over the United States.
1: Do you know, I think having that accessibility is really important because there are certain people that you want to work with. Right. And you know, if they're not in your city, and they don't travel like you do, or they don't use that Skype. It makes it really hard. And there's some people. Who go, oh, I really want to work with this person. Right, so I right. think that's great that you've opened that up. And it's it, again, it's embracing technology, isn't it? Even though sometimes it's not perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, these are cat people. They don't leave their houses, so you have to get them in their houses. You know? And and thank God for the internet because it's it's created you know this cat centric culture that we yeah. are now and we've gotten used to
1: and we, we're yeah. having
0: you know. Giant conventions and all this stuff, CatCon, all these things are happening because of of internet. It's, the internet's help. It know.
1: is. It's amazing, isn't it? How it's allowed things to grow so quickly. Now, before we get into a lot of good questions, um, yeah. I want you to tell my listeners exactly what your website is and your social media links. So they've got them straight oh, okay. off the bat yeah. so that they know where they can go and find you. Because I know yeah. they're going to want to follow up with um, you know, what we're going to talk about today. So what's your website?
0: Uh, well, I'm pretty easy to find. If you look me up, I am sf.com. And uh, you can find me on Instagram the same way. It's one word, GoCatGoSF, Facebook, GoCatGoSF, and Twitter, GoCatGoSF. Oh, so, don't you love that one? Um,
1: you get lucky in the names there for all of the platforms. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I lucked out. No, uh, no underscores. <laughs>
1: now, your mission is to help people better understand their cats and to better understand themselves. And that can be that can be a bit of an eye-opening statement, I think, for anyone who views their cat's behavior as the sole problem. Um, but often, as we know, it takes two to tango. <laughs> right. um, so this is not just a let's take care of the cat. This is a, a very holistic approach, uh, which is that humans can often be the cause of some of the behaviors as well. Uh, yeah. So if you're working with a client and it's clear there's some human retraining <laughs> or just <laughs> training that needs to happen, um, how do you break that kind of news to them? Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, it, it, okay, so... You're absolutely right in the fact that, like, I cannot solve any cat-related issue without knowing who my clients are, yeah, and knowing how they, not only how they interpret what's going on in their environment with their cat, but how are they, how are, how is their life right now? Yeah, and that's that's not easy, you know. People when they hire a cat consultant aren't expecting me to delve into their lives, and it's not <laughs> right. that I want to know all the details, but I do have to know, like, when you come home what is what are you projecting what energy are you yeah. uh contributing to how your cat views their environment and uh, for a lot of people it is a bit of a shock because they their expectations of a cat consultant and sometimes they are uh, because mm-hmm. of tv and you know what it looks like on tv <laughs> yes um there's an expectation for me to arrive and i've got uh, you know magic
1: some magic, magic dust
0: the <laughs> magic dust i sprinkle yeah on the cat and and they'll stop fighting or they'll stop peeing yeah. on the bed or you know there's there are so many issues, and so what I, I, my approach is essentially just to go to somebody's house and sit with them before I even meet their cat and and talk to them yeah. and get an understanding of how they, um, how they are living in the meow, and, or are they at all? I, and that's just my, my oh. way of saying, are you present? Are you conscious? Are you aware of what your what's going on in your relationship?
1: Well, I think it, I think that applies to just human relationships, doesn't it? As well, I, I mean, are you sure. present? Are you living in the meow? That needs yeah, to be that, that t-shirt needs to come out. You need to make that t-shirt now. Those are
0: yeah, yeah, they're on the way. <laughs> I have a lot, of, a lot of a lot a lot of <laughs> taglines. I mean, most of them are are just to kind of get people to. I don't know. It's a little new agey. It's a little spiritual, but um, I do believe that like, cats are the, the ultimate. Zen practitioners, and in knowing the way that they—they're not thinking the way we do. They're right. not fast-forwarding, you know, and, and and planning and worrying the way we do. They're, they they can be anxious, but they don't have the same level of thought that we do. They're not reflecting and pondering, and uh, and I think that's what screws up a well, lot of.
1: I think you. See, yeah, I it. read that when you were saying, you know, cats don't think as deeply as we do to the point where we screw up our lives. <laughs> Because we're just yeah, right. overthinking things yeah. <laughs> that and, and, deep. And then, <laughs> you say they're living in the meow um and and of course that's the the first level of awareness um you also say um it's, it's not projecting your feelings onto your because it's not always about you. And I think that's a right. really great piece right. of advice um, when, it come, yeah. when it comes to anybody's pet. Uh, often it can be solely about the person and that's not the issue. It's, you know, sure. with the cat, it's actually with you. So are people quite open when, you know, you delve into you delve into you know, how they live and how they live with their cats, their personalities and, and their environment. Are they usually quite open to that or can they be a bit defensive?
0: Uh, it's a little of both. You know, it's, it's very much like therapy. You know, yeah. It's very much like having a counselor in your house. And uh, you know, I, again, I have, to, I have to delineate my advice based on who my client is or is it, is it a couple? Is it partners? Are right. these two people trying to solve an issue where they disagree one has one approach, one has another approach, oh, and that's yes. why they're fighting. Yes. You know? and so, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I'm, I'm sitting with people, and I can right away get just get a really nice snapshot of their dynamic. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, so, one of them's rolling eyes while the other one talks, <laughs> putting the other one off, or, you know, like, uh, and I, I literally had to sit there and say, "Okay, you know, I hear what you are saying, Sorry. and I hear what you are saying, <laughs> and I value what both of you are saying." And there is <laughs> definitely, you know, some some points that are true, but ultimately, here is what we need to change. And yeah. I am not, you know, it's it's not my approach to judge a person or to make it a personal issue, yeah. even though it is. Yeah, it's it's more about honestly, it's about backing off and it's about yeah. knowing that cats. I call them the five rules of living in Catlandia.
1: Yeah,
0: you, when you when you invite cats into your home, you are essentially powerless,
1: right? You, you're you, you're, it up.
0: You, you, give, you have to give up. You have to surrender. I, surrender, <laughs> surrender yourself, not your cat. That's my. That's my oh, other tagline.
1: That is a that is a great tagline because I I know that through any kind of problems that people have with their pets or themselves and their pets, right. it can lead to you. You know, the pet ends up at the shelter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's,
0: that's why I do this. Yeah. It's, it's 15 years in the business of working both in shelters and with people and knowing what the consequences are yeah. of a wrong interpretation, you know, I I invite people to to give up a little bit so that they inc- can get some gains out of this relation. And by giving up, I just mean stop forcing your own intentions yeah. on this relation.
1: Well, and this I, is not... And I think a lot of people trying to navigate um, having pets... Like you say, just by their own opinions, it's not necessarily right. an expert opinion. Um, right. I, I would I would assume it's a very small percentage of people like myself and you who read. We're a student of life. We want to know sure. more about our pets. We want to know about the psychology of them. We want to know about nutrition. But there aren't and there aren't a ton of people who are at that level, or probably can't even be bothered to even get on the internet and say, "God, who's the top? You know, cat nutritionist." Uh, I need yeah. to make sure I'm feeding yeah. my cat the best I possibly can. So it's uh, that's why I love what you're doing because I think you have a really easy way for people to actually understand what it is they need to do with their cats without having yeah. to navigate through through the internet. And I think that's really a good thing. That's why I love blogs so much because blogs make it so easy for people to say, oh, gosh, there's, there's a review on this this these dog treats. I wonder if they're any good because I've been looking for good dog treats. And you might happen upon this one great blog post and you're like, oh, mm, that's great. That's so, that's healthy for my pet. Um, it's got no no uh, chemicals in it. You know, those kind of things. Because I, I do think blogs really, really, really make it easy for people to navigate. Because sure. if you're not the person that's going to go delving into the into the internet like like we do, then right. you're going to go by your own opinions purely by or, or I would think also sometimes almost fabricating. And I see this happen. You, I mean, you've probably seen this happen with rescue um, animals where people kind of fabricate what they think their life was before they rescued them.
0: Yes. <laughs> and they have no oh, way of knowing. Such a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I'm not discounting, yeah, what people's, you know, their perceptions of, of a cat's experiences are, but the guesses can be horrible and, and make, you know, yes. make for a really bad future. Um, like a but, false. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: it's a false history. There's so much info. It yeah, is,
0: there's just so much info floating out there that it may not be, yeah. it just may not be accurate,
1: you know? Oh, well, and, I, and,
0: and I think a lot of people also, they, I hate to say this, but I'm gonna. Say they, it. They, there's, <laughs> there's, there's an appreciation for drama in rescue.
1: Oh, and, my God. Dan, it should be a reality show. You wouldn't have to make up a <laughs> single thing because the material is there, isn't it? Yeah, oh. Right. It gets in the way. I mean, in, my ex-
0: <laughs> in my experience, with working with rescue people, we are all passionate. We are yes. all looking to do the same thing. We're all looking to save lives, but we all disagree on how that's done. Yeah. And, oh. and that's that's where the tension is. But I, I understand what you're saying. Like, there's the blogging and the, the information online. There's so much of it. Yeah. But what, what I'm trying to do is trying to differentiate what people are finding is just boilerplate advice that really may not be accurate. And
1: yeah, yes. A lot of myths going around. A, a lot of l- myths. Yeah.
0: And, and a lot of just stuff that people have been saying for years that may or may not work. It's so, true. I'm,
1: it's, I'm it's so true. For example, uh, I saw someone ask, uh, what are your best remedies for um, when a, a skunk sprays your dog? And of course, a million people, oh, tomato juice. And it's been proven it doesn't yeah. work. And it's still going around. You know, it's yeah. still going uh, around. Well,
0: chances are most of those people have never had a dog sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> but they heard a long time ago <laughs> that tomato juice. Like, was, you mis- know? I mean, like
1: Mr. Heimlich. He's never right. done it in 92 years. <laughs> this this yeah. week, he, dec- he actually gets to perform it one time. I mean, like, really? See, so this theory.
0: Also, <laughs> right, it's just now. He's like, oh, cool, let to give this a shot.
1: Oh, it works. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody's been doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the dog realm, I'll call it the dog realm, um, <laughs> like, dog people, like, dog training, there's a lot more information out there, and I think w- where people yeah. seek information, they get it from dog minded people yes and there's the biggest mistake is because you're working with two different mindsets the mindset of uh, obedience and then the mindset of punk rock which is a cat you know they're just yeah. like Screw you do whatever I please yeah. so you know they're they're just not they're, they're not gonna do what you tell them to do unless there's a lot of reward some
1: payoff there's got to be a payoff otherwise why would you i I think that that's what i like about what what you do is because it's so much more in depth and it even me reading through the list of services that you provide i just i think oh my gosh there's so much more to this and it's just not been as highlighted as the dog stuff and that's why you know that's what I think you're gonna. You're just gonna be huge and blow up everywhere because it's so valuable what you do and what you can offer, and this this all round experience that you have, you know, from working in shelters. Um, and I know you do some some seminars yourself, and then you also do the one on one and all that individualized stuff. I just think you're offering a lot that people aren't aware of. And um, that's why I've got a lot of cat people listening today because they're going, oh yay, yeah. cat stuff! There's got to be some more cat <laughs> stuff, you know. Now we yeah, don't we don't yeah. have cats because Jim is allergic uh, to cats. I never knew this until we uh, went to Spain. Half my family were living in Spain at the time, and my sister had a cat. And when we went over first time, he met them, he almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing about it. And I'm like, is that, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he goes, I'm allergic to cats. I'm like, why did you say something? He goes, I right, didn't yeah. want to offend your sister. And I'm like, well, dining in a house is kind of offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the reason why we don't have have cats in the house. Now, I've heard a couple of things. Maybe you can straighten this out as well. I've okay, heard a couple okay. of things. What is it exactly people are allergic to? my cat—is uh, it the fur? Is it the dander? It, what is it exactly?
0: It's okay. I, now I'm going to probably give say something that someone is going to, you know, somewhere down the line go, see, there's advice that's n- that's <laughs> not true either. Um,
1: we'll take a chance.
0: Yeah, we'll take a chance. It's dander. It's you know when cats lick their fur, yeah, they leave saliva on their fur that that bec- that crystallizes, and a lot <gasps> of times that becomes. uh Airborne Ah. and and goes into the air, so it's it's very much specific to a person and the and the cat of choice. I do know that there are breeds that are now quote hypoallergenic, right? You know um, that I and I have a few clients with. um, I'll say it's a it's usually the Siberian breed is a one they choose. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a nice, fluffy, cute, almost Himalayan-looking cat. Oh, Um, and and long-haired. Believe it or not. Ah. Few of my clients who have allergies are doing fine with doing those, okay. but I to Adopt, it, don't shop.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean, particularly cats. Um, I feel like cats are never highlighted enough. Um, right. Not far from us is Boulder City, um, ten minutes from my house, and they have a shelter up there. And um, they regularly, and this is kind of unusual, they regularly. I have no dogs available for adoption because they've adopted them all out, which mm-hmm. you rarely see that. But then they do really, really focus on the cats, obviously, because that's what they've got left. But I would like to see an equal um, promotion of cats and dogs when it comes to shelters. I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like people just don't focus on them enough. I don't know why. It's a strange, well, just a strange yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> it's just odd. It's- I have no answer for that one.
0: <laughs> I, I just know, like, uh, you know, from working in a shelter for that was about 12 years i was i worked for the san francisco spca there yeah. there's a lot of it's it's cultural believe it or not it's just mm-hmm. two sets of two very different types of people um and again like thank, thankfully the internet provides a way where we can uh and I, I mean it can go wrong but we humanize cats you know we make them yeah. humorous and we yes. draw them in. and the, sometimes the ones that look the, the wackiest uh <laughs> yeah. the ones that are really special needs become celebrities because of how it's interesting true. they look what's the cat so think, that
1: looks like it's uh is it cross-eyed or uh, uh, we, we of course no
0: popular is probably Lil Bub.
1: Yeah, 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 that's it. That's yeah. yeah. And then of course, you know, cat. Grumpy Cat, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh but yeah, so. it's um I'm see, I'm I'm seeing the the interesting cats in uh, you know Grow, which is I think is fantastic. Um yeah. it's it's a big problem though with cats like in Vegas for example, we do have a cat coalition, thank goodness. Great. And um, to date, I think in the last six years, I think their uh, trap neuter release program, the TNR program, if I'm not wrong, because he puts the stats up there, and I think he's, he's, they've taken care of 26,000 cats in, wow. in uh, six years. Yeah. And um, Keith Williams, who um, owns C5... He was an engineer at Area 51.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I know. <laughs> I wonder so, what kind of feral cats they have over I,
1: in Area 51. I know. But he is <laughs> of an engineer's mind. So he this is why he's managed to, to tackle this. He said, this is all we do. We don't rescue and we don't adopt. This is all we do, but we have it fine-tuned. And he said, I looked at the problem and said, what's the problem? Okay, what's the fix? But now how big is the problem? How big does the fix need to be? And yeah. that's how he approached it. And it's been phenomenal. And he has this chart and it shows you the numbers going up. And um, he was saying because we're in a very super warm climate most of the year that the breeding season is much, much longer.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah.
1: we have obviously a bigger problem with it. Um, he has managed to get um, people they can register their cat colonies in Las Vegas I'm not sure if you can do it in Henderson and North Las Vegas yet, but I know he was working on that. So I think that was a really good thing. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, don't tell anyone, but I feed this bunch of cats. <laughs> you know? And I go, well, where you live? And they go, I'm in Vegas, Vegas. And I go, oh, you can register your colony. Stop being, you know, look, yeah. at, looking around in the shadows, but you've got to provide <laughs> you know, your shade, your shelter, your water, and your yeah. food. And, get them on the
0: books. Get yeah, get them on the books. Get, get get on the health, books. You,
1: know? you know, it's great because what Keith did is then worked with our, our shelter, which I will tell you now is not my favorite place at all in Vegas. I think they have a long way to go with improvements and they have plenty of money to do it. So it's it's not a, it's a cultural thing too. there. It's not a money thing. But he did manage to build a relationship with them where he said, you know, if your feral cat ended up from your colony ended up you know, being picked up and taken down, down there because he had been tipped, they would be able to send out um, images to, to Keith and say, does this belong to any of your people? This cat. That's great. And so he's built, he's built a relationship there, which is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, since, I mean,
0: that's monumental for a shelter yeah. like that. Yeah. Because I mean, the other way around would be like a uh, feral cat can't touch it.
1: Yeah. It. No hope. Can't do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. It's, we've got to euthanize it, and it's just, it's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. And, and, um, I think like you say, surrender. I think they need to surrender to the idea of killing cats, you know, surrender to that. And then you'll go, okay, so if we're not going to kill them, what are we going to do? And I think that would bring the solutions. You'd have to be a bit more creative then. Um, And I think that's where the cultural, you know, the the culture that needs to change. It should be... You know, let, let's say, for example, let's take a month. We're not going to euthanize anybody. But what we are going to have to do? We're going to really work hard to, to promote these cats and work with them and get them in good shape and all this kind of stuff. So that's, that's how, exactly how I would approach it, most definitely. Well, hang on yeah. there, Dam. Can you stay and hang around with us? Because I need of to course, run yeah. commercials. Otherwise, <laughs> okay. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> well, hang on in there. We're going to take a quick break. You'll listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. I will be right back. Back, everyone.
0: Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture.
1: It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Kemp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs.
0: Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise, spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go
1: where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. She was thrown out of a pickup truck. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. They found her walking on the streets. Many have been abused, malnourished, eating garbage itching, licking, missing fur. There's this commercial on TV that the ASPCA does. and They want you to send in $19 a month for a dog in the shelter. I think you should go and adopt a dog from the ASPCA and then get that dog on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Their answer is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food when you rescue a dog you've got
0: to feed them right for life every rescue deserves at least 90 days of dinovite
1: 859-428-1000
0: 859-428-1000
1: dinovite is nutrition Dynovite for life d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e no. dot com looking for the best advice on pet health
0: safety and travel connect with the pet lady Dana Humphrey, also known as The Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow The Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at thepetlady at thepetlady.net.
1: Let's talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture.
1: Welcome back to the show, everyone. Just before the break, I was talking to DQ of Go Cat Go, and he's a cat behavior consultant. He's still with us, Dan. I sure am. Yay. Now, I, when I first saw you, was actually on Animal House uh, oh, right. where you were part of the the makeover team for the Adams County Pet Rescue and um I've had Patrick mahaney on the show. Um, oh, I love Patrick. I I, I, uh. I he's another one of my oh, you must follow him because he yeah, is pioneering he's and he's gr- a great guy. I've met him a couple of times. He's usually of a super zoo. He, uh, um, he was at blog post last year, which was great. Um, so, yeah, so that's when I first saw you. I think we also, oh, you know what? Do you know Rob Semro? He's the one that uh, he's a voiceover race. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's a friend of mine. I love him. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. He has the best stories, the best animal stories you can ever imagine. And I think you and I have a mutual friend in uh, Laura Nativo. Oh, hmm.
0: big hearts. Big hearts for Laura Nativo. All
1: great. All great people. Strangely enough. You're not yeah. going to believe this. Ten years I've known her. She has yet to be a guest on my show.
0: <laughs> what? what? Oh, I'll, get,
1: I'll get her on your show. <laughs> like, she, I'm hoping she's coming. Is she too for, busy? I'm hoping she, I know, she, gosh, that girl works. <laughs> yeah, she's no, a worker. No one could ever accuse her of being lazy, but she's she, usually she, she, yeah. a super serious. I'm going to try and snag her because the studio okay. is literally minutes from the strip. We are. S- I may
0: be there too, so <gasps> maybe we'll get both of us in there. To see oh,
1: her. that would be amazing because by then I should be filming my TV show and that would be even better oh we could do both a radio and tv yeah. i love all of it so uh, that's where i first saw you was on the show um do you think it's ever going to make its way to prime time is there any movement on it because i this i thought was an amazing show from a well i call an infotainment perspective <laughs> <laughs> so you get a little something out of it out of it you cry a little you're very happy at the end very entertained but i yeah. think a great message so do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna it's gonna happen
0: I think the producers have designs on doing it again. I just, I'm not sure. Um, It's an expensive venture, honestly. Yes. And and it, and the way that Animal House came to be was very much a grassroots effort. Nice. It was uh, a very total volunteer effort. Nice. You know, it's a local recruitment. Basically, you have to go to a to a town and basically come in and grab all the resources locally to help that town build their shelter. And it was a big endeavor. Um, I'm not, I haven't heard whether we're going to do another one. Um, I know that the idea has already become popular. There are other shows now on TV that, um, that got actually did get on TV, but right now animal house, uh, lives on YouTube.
1: Well, I've had, I'm going to put that link up again because it's, uh, I watched it again yesterday. It's such a, such a good show, such a great message. And it can be a very good family-type show, which we want to bring kids into the fold of, yeah, of totally. really understanding animals and why we care about them, why they're important, and why we need to value them. And um, I, it's funny, I was just talking to um, Ian Harrington, who owns the studio where I'm at, show creators here in Las Vegas. And... Um, his daughter was in the studio and she was telling me how much she, I said, when are you going to do a radio show? And she goes, Oh, I want to do one about white fluffy Pomeranians. And then I thought, well, I should just have her as a guest. Because yeah. to they talk to kids, uh, their perspective of animals uh, would be great. And she's hilarious. And she's fun. So I think she'd make for a, gr- a great guest. But that's what I liked about the show. I thought this could be a, one of those, you know, the extreme makeover of the home, right. you know, type shows. On a Sunday night, family sits down. And it's a great message. And it's fun. It's happy ending. I mean, all of that. Great. So uh, I fingers crossed that that's going to, even if it lives on the internet, who cares? That's kind of how we do uh, things now. Uh, anyway.
0: We're all on the internet now nobody really watches tv as well
1: i got rid of the cable box and and jim will say let me see what's on tv and i'm like yeah we've got all of four channels now (laughs) because everything is on my phone anyway that i'm watching so um now um i wanted to list some of your services and they're very specialized and anyone listening i think you're going to go wow i didn't know this was available now you do uh you can you consult on litter box avoidance and spraying, petting-induced and play aggression, cat-to-cat aggr- aggression, cat-to-dog aggression, fearful or unsocialized behavior, under-socialized behavior, attention-seeking behavior, scratching. Oh, my dogs are scratching right now. They're making me crazy. I can't sleep at night. It makes, <laughs> it makes me insane. I must have screamed, stop scratching 100 times last night. Um, not going it, to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> not going to work. I should
1: take my own <laughs> advice. I'll just get some earplugs. I mean, I'm repeating myself. It must be like that when you've got little kids you just repeat yourself. Do you go crazy? Um, you also... <laughs> I need training, Dan. I need training. (laughs) Um, Excessive meowing, nocturnal activity. That's me. I'm awake all night. Pika, and I want to talk about that, which is fabric or plastic ingestion, nail clipping assistance, integration of newly adopted cats of the household, a super important one, environmental enrichment, um, cat-friendly makeovers. Love that idea entirely. That's brilliant. And adoption matchmaking or advisement on the right match for your resident kitty. They're very specialized. They're all very, very important. Tell me about Pika. Am I pronouncing that right fabric or plastic ingestion
0: yeah uh some people say pica pica Pica. i I don't care yeah it's that's a hard one because a lot of times cats are not well they're eating non-food items and Mm -hmm. that may be dietary which admittingly that's not my expertise but i do have i do have people i can refer to i have a really great nutritionist that can help uh, with people that have cats that maybe have low fiber in their diet, or right. uh, or or eating foods that are like the caloric content doesn't really match with their energy level. So, yeah, you know, essentially, what I what I find is that cats are they'll chew things like plastic, plastic mm. bags, wires, oh, um, anything really that's laying around. Yeah. Uh, fabric is a big one. Wow. Wool sucking. Nursing, suckling on fabric like uh, fleece, things like that. Oh
1: my goodness, and, I didn't know about that at all because obviously I don't have a cat.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's complex, but what ties all those issues together is that a lot of times cats are doing this become, to self
1: soothe. Uh, okay, I see. Yep.
0: So it's a product of maybe, I'll give you an example. You know, I'm sitting at my table, uh, I'm drinking my coffee, me and my roommates are, are having a conversation, and my cat comes thinking, certainly this must benefit me, so <laughs> comes over, sits in front of us, and we're not. maybe we don't pay mind, maybe we're talking mm-hmm. and disregarding him, and he just ups and starts chewing a plastic bag.
1: <gasps> there you go.
0: And, and, and that may be because there's a little bit of arousal, maybe mm-hmm. there's a little bit of anticipation that never really happens, and the cats will then misfire <gasps> and start to sort of like, you know, chew on something to maybe... Um, to soothe that anxiety but it, it can also be biological it can be physical it's a it's a very complex issue so a lot of times it starts with me yeah you know Getting an understanding of what the issue is, and then I'm, I'm I may refer to either a vet or a nutritionist. And I guess to
1: get, a matter of elimination. You know, you you try this, right. and you're like, oh, it's not yeah. that, and I'll try this, and oh, eventually hit on something. You go, ah, that's the that's what what's causing it.
0: Right. It takes I, time, and it's kind of like what I said earlier, where I may come to your house and do an, a consultation, and spend an hour and a half with you, but that doesn't mean when I leave, your yeah. issue is going to resolve tomorrow. It could take three months.
1: I I think I think uh, pet owners are. They lack in pa- patience <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and sticking the to the program. Yeah. Often it's often it's us oh, like me. Stop stop scratching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, just t- on the scratching thing. It's if it's happening at night, it may be happening strangely enough in tribute to you. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it, I mean, <laughs> if, if it's happening in places where you sit, places where you sleep, places where your cat finds, you know, like this is what I, this is mine. I own this. It's always so next, he,
1: it's always next to my head. High. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I better make sure that everybody knows I know this and then know what happens. But your reaction to that will not have any impact on your No,
1: because, clearly because it's still scratching.
0: There'll never be a point in your cat's you know, brain where they say, Oh, okay. I'm wrong. All right. I'm wrong. Oh, I'm not. I shouldn't do this. Oh, because <laughs> you know they're not doing things for you. So why would they? Why would punishment or or anything yes. change their mind? Do right? you
1: know I, the amount of times I hear people say, M- "My my dog did that to me on a purpose." <laughs> like, <Yeah>. What? <laughs> that is, right. Th- that's ridiculous. That that's ego. If you ask me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it
0: is. It's all and, and ego is what's ruining what's ruining our relationships with our pets because we do take it all personally. I mean, sure, you yeah. know, your cat goes and pees on your pillow <laughs> yeah. that feels personal, right? It's your pillow, but it may be happening because you are a, not really, uh, fastidious, you know, you're not yeah. sure cleaning your box every day. Yeah. You're, you're taking a weekend off and you come back after two days. Uh, you know, your cats are very affected by you, your routines, and they live by your your circadian rhythm, even though it's completely opposite of theirs. Right. So when, when that clock that they live by gets a little wonky, a little fuzzy, then they feel unsure. And on top of that, a litter box that's not lining up with their preference mm. or isn't clean or maybe there's two cats, one box – your cat will then opt for other locations and your pillow smells like you feels like you that's that's a comfortable place to go it's not like hey screw you i'm peeing on your pillow yeah
1: when you explain this it it makes so much sense um i watched your oh no maybe i read one of your articles um about declawing and you're talking about the litter box yeah and Mm -hmm. it, it, it can it it, it can be a direct result of having been declawed, and the kind of litter that's in that litter tray going to cause one of right. those problems as well. So it's not—it's not a hey, that's the issue. This is—it can be a, a myriad of things, can't it?
0: Sure. I mean, if somebody went and chopped the tips of your toes off oh. and said, "Here, go walk on glass," yeah, you know, like it's not going to feel good. So I, yeah. a lot of a lot of my clients who you know, not uh, intentionally, mean you know, there's a lot of education that still needs to be done yeah. about declawing. I agree. Um, They they have it done, or they rescue a cat that's already declawed. Yeah, and those cats have sensitivity in their paws. They have Mm -hmm. very very um, delicate little feet. On top of that, you can't stretch. Yeah, you know you you can't you can't can't do a lot of things. You
1: can't function, can you? You can't. They can't function, and and uh, when you can't function, you're miserable. And uh, and especially if you're in pain. I had um, Jenny Lewis on from uh, uh, No Tales Left Behind, and and she. She's an advocate for not docking tails on dogs because it, it's that same lifetime of pain, sensitivity. Right. Um, I, I mean, a lot of people aren't even aware of that, and they do it because of the mm-hmm. look of the dog, you know, the breed, you know, or whatever the AKC wants it to look like. And uh, she's again raising this awareness, and I think is right on that same same level, which is yeah. it might be convenient for you, and it didn't, you know, your cat doesn't scratch your leather couch because it can't, but do you, do you understand? you know, the consequences of what you've done. And I'm sure people feel very guilty once they're actually made aware of it. I'm sure of it. They must feel Uh, dreadful.
0: I mean, that's, you know, when you asked me earlier, when when I give advice, how do I tell somebody like, how do I give them tough love? Yeah. And declawing is a big one because they, they know, they know it's coming. They know I'm going to say like, Oh gee, like, are your cats declawed? But I'm, I'm certainly not going to mince words. I am going to tell them the truth that, yeah, it's done. Okay. Here's where we are. This is where we are now. And, We have to accommodate what may be discomfort. And it's not your fault if you didn't do it. It wasn't your fault in the beginning. Like, let's just get all the guilt off the plate and work on reality. And go forward and make this cat, you know, give them some comfort in their life. I, yeah. think
1: that, I think that's that's really a great way to approach it because you know you can quite easily be defensive. You could, I mean, we all want to get mad at people. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Well, I the, do. <laughs> that's
0: the animal animal welfare thing. You know, like yeah. we, it, we go, we get passionate, we get angry. Yeah, and anger. Is, uh, well, it's sometimes productive. It
1: depends on how you channel it, yeah, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Yeah, right. But, you know, I, I like to hit people with a really soft hammer, you know. <laughs> I, I, I like to, to give them the advice and then let them sort of shake it off a little bit and realize that, wow, okay, so that's that was tough love, but it's, it's the truth, you know.
1: I, I think you have a fantastic approach with people. One of the things that I like that you do is your environmental enrichment. And I, I, um, uh, liken this to, for example, I'm in the studio now and if I don't have all my bits and pieces and everything that I need and, you know, and I, yeah. I have some rituals too that I have to right. have and I do things in a certain order. Like, for example, I have to always have a pre-show we. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I don't have the
1: pre-show. We I can't do the show <laughs> properly. <laughs> so, but I'm happy when I've had my pre-show. We and I've got the fantastic mics that I have, and I've a drink, and you know all my bits and pieces, and I can function great, and I'm very, very happy. And that's how I equate it to what you what you can do for your cats. And I don't think enough people do things to enrich, enrich their environment, you know, so they can climb and you know all those kind of things. So I, I love that. Do you do you actually help with with kind of like the design of of certain rooms or homes to really improve that?
0: Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I am not a designer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, yeah, my I mean, my gift is words. It's not uh, it's not with my hands. I I think that um, what I try to do is. Well, let me preface it with this: What stops people from making adjustments to their environment or uh, embellishing more on what their cats want in their environment yeah. is aesthetic. Yes, and yes, there, I agree. There's just a lot of ugly yeah. cat furniture out there. Yeah, I and don't want to
1: see a thing covered in carpet. I'm not into no, that. No, it's
0: you know the, the days of beige on beige carpeted cat <laughs> trees oh, old, are over. Oatmeal oh, color. We need to get. We need to go forward, and we are. And I think that if you really seek out uh, either prefab stuff that's yeah. made already or just look into your own style and complement what it is that you want to accomplish in your environment yeah. and also what is going on with your cats. So, I mean, a big example would be this. Like, you've got cats that are fighting or you got cats that are just, they're all up in your business. You're trying to, work, <laughs> right. trying to work. Most of us cat people have computer jobs where we're sitting in front of computers. Yep. Computers are, are the bane of cats because... You're you're essentially sitting there doing nothing.
1: to Yes, them, it looks ridiculous right? to a cat.
0: You're sitting there in front of a light <laughs> a light screen, and they want to be in front of that, right? So, uh, what I do is I, I I talk to my clients about what it is they want, and like you just said, yeah, people are organized and they do have their own set ways, and that doesn't mean that you have to give up, right. You know your 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 uh, OCDs. You know you can still be you can still be yeah. obsessed about what you want, but you have to do it for them too so yeah. i have clients who buy cabinets or turn their bar into a place where their cat can sit up above the bar like
1: fantastic it- pay
0: tribute to, to what you want but pay tribute to what they need yes. and combine the two and, and in this day and age it's easy to do you just have to make a little bit of effort and, and, and that's that's what I try to do and
1: I think to- the products are really improving in a great way I've seen some yeah. amazing stuff that's out there I mean we're currently looking for a new bed uh, we finally got an Ikea I've lived here for 20, 21 years whatever it is um, and we finally got an Ikea two weeks ago <laughs> which was the biggest news in Vegas ever. Yeah. Um, But we're looking for a new bed and I'm having to make these considerations, which is I've got a dog that likes to climb under the bed. She's really too big to be climbing under any bed. So I need a bed that she can't climb under and I need a bed that she can actually climb on top of. So I'm, t- I'm making all those considerations So when I look at certain things yeah. I'm like, that's not going to work It's a great bed But it's not going to work It's not going to work So I need to put that, her needs first I really do She's getting older So I don't want to jump in on anything high So I don't know We may end up just being on a mattress on the floor And all honesty, It'll work great But um, I think the products out there are so much better I'm, I'm sure CatCon is going to be Oh, littered be great With the most amazing yeah. products uh, we, uh, we won't be able to make it Because we... Um, We've got my twin sister's coming into town, so okay. from England. So, but I—I I I will be
0: there. I'll be there with uh, world's go- best cat litter.
1: Oh, is that where you're going to be? World's best cat litter. Okay. Yeah. Because if people want to come and meet you, and you're easy to find because you have the best cat tattoos I've ever seen. Oh, thanks. On yeah. any are they are they cats of yours? Uh,
0: no, they're just um just well, what uh, the, I think the the tattoos that people see most are the ones on my hands. Um,
1: yeah, they're amazing.
0: So I have uh, what I tried to do with my hands was to kind of uh, honor my spirituality and mm-hmm. also cats at the same time. So I have a Burmese Buddha on my right hand uh, and on my left hand I have a uh, like a well it's a Siamese but in, in, the, in the image of Kuan Yin. Which is sort of like a the the Mother Teresa of Buddhism. Oh,
1: if you want. they're amazing! Or, uh, they are no. they are really amazing. I, I, I like that you do break the mold of what people think is a cat a cat uh, consultant. You totally, yeah. You totally, you're like a cat. You're just yourself, aren't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> In that I avoid crowds of people and people, stay home and need to recharge a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> now i have a, a quote i have a quote yeah. from you and it says okay. uh, i am constantly trying to break the cycle of surrender i encourage my clients to surrender themselves not the cat in other words surrender to what you can not fix and change about cats and you will find a solution instead of giving up on them and it uh, really can be a life or death uh decision and i think that's the root of everything i think oh, i'm not going to do another break jim DQ and I have such a good conversation. <laughs> I'm, the boss, I'm, the boss breaks. Of, I'm the boss of me today. <laughs> I'm like a cat. Yeah, this cat, this kitty cat is not doing any more breaks. Are you all right with that? <laughs> he's he's you sing, don't have a choice. He's signaling to me in the corner there. <laughs> but I think, like you said, the crux of, of what you do is about keeping the cats in the home uh, so they can live a great life, that you can be happy living with with your cat, that you don't end up dumping right. them at the shelter. So what would you say is the most common reason why people dump their cats? What would you say it is?
0: The most common behavior reason is mm-hmm. probably litter box avoidance or spraying. Yeah. Uh, second to that would be uh, aggression. So aggression mm-hmm. probably, it's usually cats fighting cats. Right. Uh, or I just adopted a new cat, and now my resident cat has lost yeah. her mind. You know, yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, but definitely spraying and marking is high on my list, and that one, is it, it, it's high because it's not a problem you can live with. It's not yes. it's a quality of life yeah. issue. It really is. Um, and I have seen it in so many capacities, you know, where it's a simple thing of every once in a while, he just drops a deuce here on the <laughs> On the tile by the, you know, bathroom floor right. or, you know, a cat that pees only in every sink that we have. Right. And that's nice that it's contained, but it's in our kitchen sink. Sink, yeah. You know, I, I bring a black light with me usually to people's yeah. houses and I call it the, the, the truth light. You know, it's like, well, let's see what's, what's really been going, going on. on. What oh, you gosh. can't see, uh. how bad you have been at cleaning this up. Right. And and, you know, we, we go in and we turn their house into Studio 54. Starts <laughs> glowing. It's like a rave in there, you know. But here it is. It's like this is what your cat has been up to. And when you yeah. look at it, when you look at a pattern, you can see exactly like what – for me, I'm looking at locations and what the significance of those locations
1: Right. Are. So, I think people give up. Or they, they
0: give up very fast. They just
1: give up. And it's like, yeah. oh, why haven't you tried – You know, and I see it all the time on all these last pages and these – Oh, I this this one blows my mind. This one blows my mind. The person that's already living with their pets, and then they're looking for a new place to live, and they pick somewhere that's not pet friendly, and then all of a sudden they uh, can't take their pet. Like you're right. mental. That is, you know, that was to me. That's by design because in Vegas we have a ton of pet friendly uh, homes and apartments, tons of them, uh, and and not you know. Oh, you can't have a pit bull, or oh, you can't have a big dog. You can only have one dog, right. and and so I think I feel like you know. People just give up very quickly, very, very quickly, and it's it's not good enough. It's just I just don't think it's good enough. I think you it's it's not your cat's fault, <laughs> right? It's not I, your I, dog's fault. You
0: know, having worked at the shelter all that time, what I realize is once someone calls the shelter and says, uh, you know, I'm going to surrender my cat and uh, I've given up or whatever, the person on the phone, which was me for ten years, yeah. has to t- talk them off the ledge. Yes, and like, please don't. No, there's yes. things you can do. But on the phone or via email, you can give people all kinds of you can. Uh, advice, but it may not apply, and they'll just opt because they've already given up. They're yes. calling the shelter; for, they're not calling for advice, so yeah. they will often just say, "I've tried that, I've tried that, I've tried that," and you know, and I, I'm I'm done. So yeah. it's it's hard to get past that. The, the what you were explaining, like about like living situations and personal problems. That was, we've had more cats surrendered because of personal issues and the economy than we did for, wow. for behavior. Wow. But I also have to yeah. say, this is San Francisco where the average two-bedroom apartment will cost you $5,000 a month. Wow. And the person who used to live in that apartment probably got evicted with their cat. And now can't find anywhere to live.
1: Right. Yeah, so and, and at those prices, we had it's a, insane.
0: We had a huge, huge rash of people surrendering cats because of, um, just because of a booming tech industry in our in our city. But so you know, I I will you know I, I take that into consideration. I know it's hard to yeah. be a human being, uh, <laughs> but but there are but in places where you can find a place to live, and I mean, you, yeah. these are your kids, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Hillary Clinton might not think so.
1: Oh, I was, oh, that was ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> oh, first of all, it's, it's apples and oranges and Ooh. you can't demean anybody who works for particularly worse themselves because no. it is hard to work for yourself. And dog trainers are important. Cat consultants are important. You know, it's, what about what about dog trainers that train therapy dogs? Um, oh, oh, so,
0: a, oh, like like thirty thousand dollars a year for <laughs> an animal trainer is a lot of money to make. I mean, you know. So I don't know. What, I I guess oh. we should explain. We're talking about Hillary Clinton, who did a you know there was a video was showing her talk about uh, comparing comparing dog trainer salaries to childcare. Uh, Child childcare
1: calories yeah
0: and and i think that's fine but like but don't pit too compassionate industries no. industry is against <laughs> each other yes. for comparison i think what she's trying to say is the kids are important but god you know we're but, we're pet people we it, don't we don't hear that
1: no we i didn't hear that at all and she said she said uh this one made me laugh because i had a few friends that sprung to mind when she said um you don't take your dog to daycare <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah i got my yeah, friends that do that yes I do. Yeah. you don't dress your dog up yeah i do
0: <laughs> you don't put your cat in a stroller uh, <laughs> yes well, we do <laughs> actually i know five or six people who do
1: <laughs> and i think that's what it was. it was it was a stupid comparison so don't do any more comparisons hillary it doesn't work because you're going to alienate somebody um right. And yeah, that's right. All these professions, everybody needs to be paid a lot more. But I tell you something, and no one dictates what a dog trainer makes because generally they're self employed. So right. they make great money because they work really, really hard. Or like yourself. You're never at home, DQ. I no, mean, you I'm, are I'm out. You need, a, you, need a, you need a superhero's cape, <laughs> DQ on the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you totally do. Living in the meow, you know, the 911 for cats. You know what? You need your own reality show. You really do. Has anyone approached you about that? Oh, yes. gosh.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I get approached a lot. I get pro- approached probably two to three times a year by some production company that has a really great cat advice idea, Yeah. but they also have, it's usually not straight up, you know, like it's just the show where you are doing cat advice. That's already done. We have right. Jackson Galaxy. Yes. doing a great job. And. Uh, and he has broken the ice. Yes, for me. yes,
1: and it's been a good th- it's been a really good yeah. thing. Yeah. I, you need you need something, but it needs to be it needs to it just needs to be very very. Yeah. Authentic.
0: I, I, without without giving anything away, I will say that there are two things in the world. Oh, I'm excited, two, <laughs> two very different concepts. But like what I'm used to with these things is that they you know they have the concept and then the uh, they have to wait for a network to put money into it. Oh, and that's. Yes. That's the hardest hurdle. So
1: Yeah, it is because um, the studio here they they have gone through this process and they, they are actually signed. They do have a show and a deal and it and it was said to have, have gone quickly in comparison to to how it normally works in the industry, and it's funny everybody runs around with a camera and records themselves and said, "I have a reality show." That's right. the easy part. <laughs> you know, the easy part is you know can you get someone to represent you? Can you get someone to get you your meetings? Then can you get network mm-hmm. to actually take you on. You know, it's it can it, a lot and just don't happen. I think if I'm not wrong, porn stars I think ran around for three years with their their show. If I'm not wrong, before it got picked up. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a post process. We do certainly have to be patient, but, um, I see you being perf, just perfect. Thanks. I,
0: I have patience in all this and I, and I also understand the momentum of my life and where, yeah. Where I'm going with this, and I, and I, you know, it's it's me watching my own <laughs> destiny kind of <laughs> uh-huh. unfold, and so it's all it's all happening the way I want at the pace I like. That's great. Um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna stop doing what I do. No, um, I'm it's gonna just... continue to to you know plug away at this, but ultimately, if it would like what I would like within the next few years or so, because yeah. Go Cat Go has been a business for four years now. A great name. It's a great
1: name. Um, a great name.
0: Th- thank you. Um, so, so ultimately, I would love to uh, to have more talented people under my wing. Yeah, uh, that work for me, and we spread out even more. And we oh. reach even more people, and then I can travel the country doing awesome TV shows. That
1: would be sure. phenomenal. You know what I like about about your service in particular is that you have your rates published. I think that's oh, one yeah. of the best things ever because one there's no surprises when you get a bill you know exactly what you're paying for i mean right. you obviously travel a bit so you have to include all that i really really like that about your site because people know what they're getting into and they say oh i can afford that this is great because i think a lot of people don't reach out for those kind of services because they can never get an actual you know number from someone is what's gonna yeah cost. well
0: you've so, got to be transparent yes and, and also you know i'm not the only cat consultant in the country
1: I always say, remember, you can help an animal in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, share their information, rescue your next family member, replace the word shop with adopt, And always be kind to all animals. I want to thank Jim, my producer, for the show today. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for being the biggest part of the show every single week. And today, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets good morning and good night. I'll see you soon.